took it back. It tastes like it has um, um, tequila. The tequila. The um, mezcal. Mezcal. It tastes like the mezcal. That is it's fucking so amazing. Because smoke drinks can be gross. Yeah. Like they can overdo it. And they can't fuck But it just tastes like it has mezcal. It tastes like something with mezcal in it. Apparently, all I want is the smoke in it because that's what I. That's amazing. That's what I always want. Yeah, you're recording. Oh. Hi. And oh, we are the Harder Bridge Podcast. I had no idea. How long have we been recording? <laughs> eh, a couple minutes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right. No, you go ahead and put some more food in your mouch. He said, <laughs> Welcome to Harder Brunch Podcast. I am your co host, Chris King, and uh, Dykes over there. You uh, he heard we were recording and said, Oh, God, and put uh, what I think was four deviled eggs into his mouth. Uh, and, and, and now I have to kill the time until he downs them. So I'll let, he's done now. Let me, get a, let me get a review on that. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Harder Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, is my co-host Chris King? Yeah, it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> Our special guest in studio, Amy Bartner. Hello, Amy. Hello, thanks for having me, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Um, so we just got done. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, we just got done eating a Super Bowl brunch. The Super Bowl of brunches. I don't even know who's in the Super Bowl this year. The red teams. Is it the Mud they're Hens? Both red. Did you say the red teams? Yeah, they're both red. <laughs> I know that. The Mud Hens and the Seagulls. That's right. You know That's right. I think this is fitting because uh, all I think the three of us are uh, perfect examples of people that couldn't care less about the sports. But if any of us, I would imagine, go to Super Bowl is to uh, eat the food and maybe watch commercials. Yeah, that's it. I love a good We're Super Bowl party. Yeah, yeah. yeah this that's, really that's what was, this is. This really was the Super Bowl of brunches, though. This is yeah. ridiculous, Dyke. Let's run down what what we had. Amy, why don't you explain what? what I don't know. I don't know what this here. is. <laughs> talk about that. Sandwich. A, it's a. It's a. Well, first of all, I want to talk about how Chris didn't know what the bread was. Did you hear this? No, I knew what I the bread to... was. God damn it! I <laughs> knew was... what the bread was. I thought maybe he made it. I know what an English muffin is, but he's making stuff in there. I mean, you've seen English muffins. That's before. what I'm saying. I've seen the English muffin, but I thought maybe Dyke made it. This is going to be a good time. <laughs> I'm already. I think we need to make it clear that we are also dating, so I'm allowed to make yeah, we're gonna get fun married. of him. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see after this, maybe. This will be, this is like of the trials. This I, is, this I is didn't know if we were going to disclose or not disclose. I was like, this is going to be interesting. No, because I, I don't want people to think that I'm just being rude to you just because. Oh, I have no, a reason no, to be no. Rude I don't to think you. anybody. Uh, it would have been fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to continue to happen. That's fine. Uh, no, so no this I, was, what was this? Homemade sausage on. That is, not homemade English muffins. No, those are uh, again. He can you can do you have the ability? This is this is the thing. Do you have the ability to make an English muffin? Like if you had anyone can make an anyone muffin. can make an English muffin. But not but not many people do. Not many people do. It's actually hard. Oh. That was the first time that I found a vendor for English muffins in oh. the city yeah. that wasn't Thomas English muffins. Yeah. Which full disclosure, go. I used to work for Thomas English muffins. I, man, that is, a, that is, that is, as long as I've known you, I'm surprised that never came up. In a, came in a contest capability, I've I've done contractual uh, work for them doing that. Commercial. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were in that, that contest, yeah, and then right. and then Casey and I just straight up did a commercial for them. Yeah. Like, we just went and did like s'mores on the news that one time, awesome. and they paid us, and we were like, we're beast. And these are Thomas English muffins. That so. was super cool, though. I remember that whole deal. That was, that yeah, was but cool. that was just a straight up commercial. Like I don't like the, they weren't even pretending. They were like, and now you're not even you're forsaking somebody. them and not using. I mean, if they want Thomas, if you're if you're there, you want to pay me some more money? <laughs> yeah, I mean, reach out. Yeah, but that's from a uh, Four Birds Bakery. Um, she made those. She said they froze really well, so we use them for a different podcast. I need to look at the name of the sausage purveyor. But the thing that I thought was cool about it, we got it at the shop. Is it's rolled up in this cloth, and then they smoke it like 
within the cloth. So oh. it, it, it like, and then, and then they just back seal the whole outer thing. So it, it's, it's yeah. like a, a smoked breakfast sausage. So locally, a locally Delicious. made English muffin that, you know, maybe, maybe Dyke could have done, Dyke could have done those things. Probably. Uh, also, yeah. there was no reason to make a breakfast sandwich for this particular, because everything else was, is like Super was, Bowl food. I was going to bring that up. It was like, Hey, here's the appetizer to what is just the other. It's, it's a whole other meal that you've done, like Super Bowl. And also, I mean, I don't want to be crazy. We'll also still do breakfast. Like, what? Why? Why do you keep? This is. I know we keep saying it. I felt like there wasn't brunch enough, and so I was like, Oh I'll my throw, god, throw an egg, uh, breakfast sandwich. In this there is too. excessive. You had yeah. double eggs in there. So we had also the 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 theme here was these are all um, borrowed recipes from mm. from from women that have been in my life. Oh. So. Uh, oh, that's a. This is my grandma's deviled eggs. Um, my mom, like, and I'm sure this is a very Midwest thing. My mom didn't invent this, but like yeah. the grape jelly and like wow. ketchup or barbecue sauce. So we use grape jelly, and then we use some of Zach's. Um, was it the habanero sauce? Habanero, habanero ketchup, habanero nice. ketchup. And then my ex girlfriend's spinach artichoke chip recipe. Oh, you know what's is... funny is that's some of the best uh, artichoke. <laughs> Honestly, that is some of the best artichoke dip I've ever had. I, I I didn't know that that she made it at the time. I don't I, know. I don't know if you've ever place. broken up with someone and then hit him up three months later and been like, so. <laughs> well, I didn't know. It's like yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like we broke up and then I had to call like, hey, uh, how's it going? Oh, not good. Oh, it's too bad. Anyway, you know what was really fire was that artichoke dip. I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need that recipe. It wasn't all bad times. <laughs> it was a really good artichoke. Dip. I mean, you got you got something pretty good out of that. <laughs> yeah, that made it all work. And then we wow. did, um, and then we did smoked wings with uh, batch number two, uh, hot sauce. Yeah, batch number two. Uh, what do you call it? Golden sauce. Golden sauce. Golden sauce. I thought it was the corn dog sauce. Carolina mustard. <laughs> it's got, it has a bunch of different names. And then the uh, bootstrap barbecue. Was that correct? Yeah, blackstrap. 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 Yeah. No. Let's make sure we record it and say his name wrong. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer, Nick Brown, everybody. <laughs> so, Amy, welcome. Amy, you have – you've interviewed me in the past. You used to be a, a journalist, uh, reporter, I guess they call him, for the Indianapolis – That's what I hear, yeah, yeah. For the Indianapolis Star. Uh, you've been on my podcast in the past. I, I know you work for a different company now, but I don't understand what you do at all. I'm no, sure. I'm totally fine. Neither does my mother. Yeah. <laughs> no Chris idea. doesn't either. No clue. No, it's I, I went um, from newspapers and newsprint to digital documents, which is <laughs> I had that like awakening a couple months ago where I was like, this is just too ironic. Um, no, it's a company called Conga. It's um, it's software, and I do tech marketing for them. It's it's a it's one of those things that like it's kind of like the Kleenex of of tech, where you like it's a thing that you need. You guys use it all the time, and you just don't know you're using it. Okay, so it's like. <laughs> Like you sign things digitally. When's the last time you we signed have... something digitally? I don't know the last time I signed something in real. <laughs> I know. I think I'm off the grid, baby. I, this is the thing. I feel like when this you talk to a crowd, usually when you say stuff like you use all the time, you don't think about it. You're probably right, but I'm this sure is, we're not. Time. This is not that crowd. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. Are you? It's basically digitizing documents. So okay. Like, like. And then you, but then you work on the marketing. Side yes. Yes. We so do marketing. You're, for you're, yeah. Selling the services. Yeah. And does a podcast that you can a- absolutely? So like, I'm, sure, I'm sure the people listening to this podcast would be very interested. So it's a marketing <laughs> podcast. There's a lot of crossover, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a it's a podcast for the product. So it's a like a, 
a, a dude who is really, really smart, who is, is a lawyer, um, hosts it and he interviews customers and talks about what we do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's a cool podcast. Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Mm, since August. Six no. months. Nice. Still, um, still a short enough amount of time that I can play stupid. I yeah. don't know how much longer that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna go, but <laughs> yeah, you would think they would have like like a tech person on there too, like the like the sciencey nerd person. Yeah, so he's interviewing the sciencey nerd people. Gotcha. Uh, okay. I mean, well, he's he's interviewing the sciencey nerd you, people. I would not. I would not have even. What you gathered from what she just said, yeah. she, we've mm-hmm. had this conversation for the entire time she's been here, and I definitely did not even pull that. He's, he's a <laughs> really attentive you are a, guys. The dyke is a quality listener. Like, the fact that you said that, I really, I want to know, I was going to say, like, if Amy hadn't responded fast, I'm like, uh, I don't think you understood what she was saying, Dyke. But apparently, that's exactly, that's exactly right. Like, I feel like there's two kind of jobs that, there's, like, kind of job where it's just like, oh, I've heard of that, or I know, you know, and then yeah. there's... Anything that involves tech usually is like, or somebody that has a weirdly specific office job and they're like, oh yeah, yeah I did the TPS reports. I always forget it. And then I always have to ask them every time I see them. Yeah. I'm like, what, what do you do again? I, I actually, my job is the TPS reports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but human resources is a pretty, uh, pretty blanket term. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. still don't technically know what you do, but I, it's a lot like of I have stuff like idea. that. It's like, hey, there's supposed to be a cover sheet on here. And if you don't, indicate, I'm boring myself. Just, just that fast. Right. I don't like talking. So, I mean, um, we always had, we always <laughs> anyway, done. moving away from that horse's ass, back to Amy and your digital documents. Uh, we always like to ask people uh, their background in the food service industry, if you even have one. Some oh, my God. Have. I don't. It's, it's embarrassing, and I don't even want to be sitting at this table with you guys right now. I, uh, <laughs> I hosted. Not, not, not related. Those two things are unrelated. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, um, I, well, wait. I sold Cutco knives for a little bit, so I feel like that's kind of. Okay. Uh-huh. Tell us about that. It was, okay. it was terrible. I'm the worst salesman ever. When, they, I mean, when how old oh were you? My dad was in high school. Okay. Just and they like walking down the street, selling knives door to yeah. door. So, did you bring knives? Did you walk around with the knives? Yeah. I feel like this is the first you time had, you had like a suitcase, and you had you had to, like you had a suitcase. How old were you when you had the suitcase of knives? Sixteen. Like Sixteen. Walking around a suitcase of knives. Yeah. You know that's a that's a job you couldn't do, right? <laughs> I was gonna say, if you're gonna send a, a white 16 year old yeah, girl down to the streets by herself, you might as well give her some give, give her a fighting chance. Yeah. No, and you had to cut the penny with the scissors. Do you guys remember this? Oh, you had to walk around with the penny. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I went to the state fair one time. And my mom got hornswoggled by somebody because they did something like they they had a knife and they like cut a tin can in half. Yeah, she was like, "We need those knives." Yeah, because I'm <laughs> finally I cut my tin can successfully. <laughs> but the thing is, is it was super hard to cut the penny, and so I would have to put my entire body weight on it. Yeah. And I remember like pinching my finger at one point through the through the scissors and bleeding. So yeah, it was terrible. And I then I had to pretend like the rest of the like. <laughs> Hey, so these knives were really good with my hand behind my back. Who thought <laughs> bleeding? a 16-year-old girl cutting a penny in half was a good sales idea? <laughs> I got sucked into that. Look how bed. easy it is. <laughs> 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 jumping. I got to just call the company. I got a, like a 14-year-old girl there jumping up and down the scissors trying to cut a penny in half. Can you please get out of my house? Was this, was this something? Because I, I had a lot of uh, questionable jobs when I was younger that may or may not have been pyramid schemes. Like, yeah, it was, definitely was. Was this a job where it was like commission only and you, like, they didn't remember. pay you unless There's you had no a sale? There's no way they paid I, I feel like it was like hourly, but the, the session was an hour and then you got commission off of it. But I was also terrible at the like, 
you were supposed to keep these points in the back of your mind and then like give something away for free. But I would always show up and be like, if you buy this, you get this many points. And I was just the worst. Just to hand them the whole suitcase of knives. Like you can have this for free. Like once again, Amy, that's not how this works. (laughs) You had to, you had to buy the suitcase. I mean, it was totally a like MLM, like, you had yeah. to buy the suitcase of knives. Yeah. And then you had to bring it to, like, so, so, you, oh, so yeah. like, I had to borrow that's that money happens. from my yeah. parents. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it was a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it was yeah. a pyramid okay. scheme. So that's exactly, I used to sell Kirby vacuums, the same exact thing. Yeah. But it wasn't, I wasn't a 15-year-old girl. I was probably 19, and I, they made me wear a tie, and I would have to, I would vacuum and then sweat through the entire shirt. Oh, my God, I can't imagine. And then ask people, like, hey, you want to buy this? Like, <laughs> you should go. I got You've it. been sweating all over the whole, this is just like the sweatiest little chubby kid in the world with my Gaffieri haircut. And I think still wearing a ball chain under my tie. Like, dude, I don't know what's wrong with your necklace, but your neck is green. And that vacuum is on fire. Get out of my house. I got. It's terrible. I got, I don't want to say tricked. I was just stupid. But I, I got caught up in selling. Um, oh, it was supposed to be a street team for a hip hop producer. Wow. And I went, I went in and they actually had like. A legitimate studio like it was they had a recording studio there was like a waiting room with a pool table like it it seemed like an office kind of environment and they were like this is the artist that we're producing blah blah you start off as part of the street team you buy these cds you go sell them of course at a markup if 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 you want to have anything like that and then come back and then you re-up and they're like if you you know eventually you graduate up into being part of the, you know, getting a real paid job or wow. whatever. And they were talking about going on tour and this tour bus and all this stuff. But they mixtapes? Just... It was, a, I mean, this was a CD. This was wow. a stack of CDs. So. But were they, is it one, like, artist? Like, it's an artist. Each CD was an artist. Yeah, was like, uh, like, I mean, this is before, I mean, the internet, I guess, technically existed. But right, no one knew what they were doing with yeah. it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would go to clubs with a stack of CDs. Wow. And then just try to sell a CD sight unseen. Uh, like, some people be like, I, I get you could look at the back of it. Yeah, yeah, read, what would you know? it, yeah. That's a terrible way to sell sound. And then, <laughs> and then hey, I, look at this. You want to buy it? It's you can hear it. Like, no, I don't. No, no you, way. You just had to hype up the yeah. artist and be like, it's look, you're getting it on the ground floor. How much was each one of them? I think it was like ten bucks. I think they were ten it's bucks. How much did you spend on you a CD? made? How much did you make off? Of I made zero. I lost money. I, <laughs> I had to buy the CDs. I, I think I. I think I worked something out where, like, they gave me the CDs, but then I'd have to bring them back the money. And, so I didn't. Yeah, actually, yeah. And but, drugs. That's how you sell drugs. Yeah. They give you all the drugs, and then you have to bring back the drugs. But any then, drugs that but are then missing. I, I felt papers. awkward going to a bar and just going up to strangers. And also, I was like, I mean, I was going into right. black, black clubs. Yeah. And I was just like, I just not normally where I hang out, you know. So I'm just like walking up to like random people trying to have a good Can't time. Imagine. Drink, you know, it was it was like the early two thousands. People are drinking a lot of hypnotic, you know, and uh, yeah. I'm like I'm smearing off ice back. Yeah, lots of smearing off ice. And I'm like, you want you want to hear this double R CD? That was his name. Did you uh, did you have double like, R now? What's he doing? He's probably dead. I don't know. <laughs> do you did you even have like headphones with you? Like, hey, check this out. No, but you can't even do it in a club. Like, it's gonna sound amazing. Like, I can't hear over the bass. If I talk to someone for long enough, they'd be like. Can I go out to my car and listen to it? And I'd be like, Yeah, I had a one demo one. That oh, okay, I was, okay. But okay. then I would just go out and we would sit in their car, or I would like. It's the shadiest deal. Happens. Yeah, that's the shadiest deal for just a, a very lawful thing. Like to go in a club, go out to some stranger's car, you and a stranger sitting in the stranger's car listening to music that 
no one's ever heard before. It's like, uh, yes, yes, this is a, a, a comfortable enough situation. I'm going to give you money. But that's what I'm saying. Is I, I don't think they would do any of that anymore. No, like, it's the same. Shouldn't have done it then. It's the, but that's it's, not the future. It's, like now, we don't have to do that. No, that should have never happened. It's the same thing behind like sending like a 16 year old girl to like sell, yeah. sell knives with yeah. a suitcase full of knives. Yeah, but she didn't go out to the car and cut those pennies. I think that's no. specifically the difference. <laughs> but you like, hey, can, you can we get out here? Can we go outside and cut this penny because? Uh, this counter is not good. Like, yeah, let's go cut it in my car. That's that's. I think the fact that you went to an you had to move to another location. That's what makes it shady. I don't know why. Did you ever mix Hennessy and hypnotic together? The terms, I don't think I've ever had Hennessy. I don't think that he was asking you a question. I think that's his opening oh, line for selling oh, okay. these CDs. <laughs> and, uh, it turns green, and they call it oh. the Incredible Hulk. I don't know what hypnotic is. So that was like They're pretty good. That was like the one. That was like the <laughs> one like, yeah. uh, black that's thing that I knew. So I'd go in there. It was like vodka cranberry. I'm sorry, vodka, vodka cranberry. Or... Wait, wait, you were sitting at the wrong table for this right now. It's a bunch of white people. Like, what's he talking about? Wait, so okay, well, I don't know what it, what is hypnotic. What is it? It's the blue stuff, right? it's a disgusting blue liqueur that they they made around 2000. Okay, and it had like celebrity rappers, uh, P Diddy or whoever was like oh. blowing it up, it's and it became disgusting. It's just a liqueur. Gross. You just mix it with shit. I think that that's our next. But people, next week's cocktail. Do they still make it? Really? Yeah. All right. We can oh, yeah. probably get it. We'll, yeah. we'll do it. That's what um, What's the parts? Like, is it vodka and hypnotic? So probably like... No, Hennessy and hypnotic. Because you, you can also make blue motherfuckers. Cognac? Uh, that was blue yes. carousel. Is it the same thing? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Blue motherfuckers are, are carousel, which I thought that was... I thought those are just Long Islands with blue carousel. <laughs> I think that's what they are. Now, the hypnotic was gross. If you added the Hennessy to it, it did get better. Yeah. But, like, it, it would get real drunk. Yeah. And I feel like it was a lot. Of, I feel like there was a lot of sugar in it. Yeah, it just yeah. sounds well, like that's sugar. Just, like, just like, that saccharine is just It like just gun. made cognac sweet. And so I was like, oh, this goes down really oh. easy. I think we're going to have to do that next week. I've told you this. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've told you this story before. Anyway. That is the most disgusting uh, I've ever heard. I'm so glad but I'm not going to be here next week. I turned. <laughs> I get diarrhea just thinking about it. <laughs> One of, I turned 20 right as like energy drinks were like becoming popular here in okay. Indianapolis. And uh, I was talking to my friend who was like three years older than me. And so she was a worldly woman. Uh, 23. At, at 22. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 22. And, and she was telling me, she was like, oh, what you need to do the first time you go to a bar is you need to get a Red Bull and vodka. Oh my God. I, vodka, oh my God. vodka, Red Bull. She was like, it's really good. She goes, it gives you energy. It's a good way to start off the evening. So yeah, I'm like, like okay. ripping your body in two separate directions. Yeah. So I was 20 years old and my friend was 21 and I was, I was like a month away and I was like, I want to try this before I go out in the club. Yeah. So I sent him to the liquor store to get vodka and get Red Bull. Well, at the Hood liquor store that was in our neighborhood, yeah. they sold a 40 ounce malt liquor that was called Red Bull Malt Liquor. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. Just had an angry bull on the cover, and so he brings <laughs> back it. a handle of Kamchatka and then like a forty ounce of Red Bull, and I was just like in the kitchen, like, "All right, this is what you do." This is what the bartender said. <laughs> wow! And so I think it was like a fifty-fifty oh. malt liquor and Kamchatka drink. Wow! Well, how was it though? It was awful. <laughs> Whatever you're imagining, it was worse than that. It was like, just like ex- extra malt liquor. Like it just sounds like it would be the. The forty with more, yeah, it's with four, yeah, it's more fortified malt liquor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what this malt liquor needs? More booze. Did you guys have Sparks around here? Nobody's heard of Sparks. We know oh, yeah. we, have a, sparks. we have Sparks oh. stories. Oh, you have the Sparks. We, we have the ranch. Yeah. We, we yeah. have the ranch. That yeah. was when the culmination of Sparks 
And I discovered Sparks. Uh, uh, sorry for people listening. The the rants is when Dyke and I worked at McNiven's. We that was I think we talked about that before. Where that was when we we truly became real friends because uh, a mutual friend of a person that I already worked at that knew Dyke from when they, he worked at the camp said that Dyke was funny. And I said, No, he is not. <laughs> no, he is not that funny at all. And then we went to the ranch. He was hilarious, and we've been friends ever since. But I we had just discovered Sparks and the owner of the of the bar said what do you want me to bring because we could get whatever we wanted and we all said sparks and it was just a bunch of stupid idiots who were already drunk and then getting more hyped up on sparks it was great man, sparks is gone right they don't make that it's anymore. illegal it's illegal to do it man it was, it was it amazing should be. it was so good it was amazing energy i mean that to me that is it's the same thing with like white claws like oh you can get jacked up but it's only like 100 calories like i'm 40 that's exactly what i want but when i was like early 30s like oh i get jacked up and not be sleepy yes yes that's exactly exactly what i want only nine thousand calories that's, that's, that's fine that's totally fine oh you took it away i guess we'll go back to cocaine because that's what everyone did I didn't. So there was this. Uh... <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. That. I mean, I'm not. I, I got really old, and I just read it in the book. <laughs> I, I heard. Those were the worst hangovers too. Like four loco and so sparks, sugary. And so so much, sugar, much sugar. Yeah. And the energy. Oh, oh. Yeah. Never again. Did you mix it with anything? Were you putting or just? I don't think slamming, so. Slamming sparks. I was oh, down in sparks. I, I I do remember though the first time because I had the same situation with. Oh, God. Nope. Nope. You know what? Though? He'll get a little bit, and then he'll kind of go away. That's why he got fired as a yeah, first producer. Yeah. You don't want to give him food. That's how he went to the black hole that one time. Because <laughs> um, we just kept on feeding the habit. Like, just give him more food to his toss. But I remember I remember Red Bull and vodka the first time I had it. And it was delicious. Because, again, you no one knew what Red Bull was like when it first came out. It's like you didn't know. And, like, this is a weird taste. And I'm, I feel I'm great. I feel great. <laughs> and I'm getting drunk. And I remember drinking a bunch of them because I was, like, 22. And then I drank so much, my mind and my eyes were awake, but my arms didn't work. Oh, God. <laughs> I just remember being, like, like just super hyped up, like, let's go, guys! Like, yeah, you're still laying on your face, man. I don't think we should do anything. Do kids still, like, what do people drink at the club? Like, is that... <laughs> oh, <laughs> white lady. Red, red I, I, hey, everybody, I brought my mom today. It's uh, fine. I, got my, I got my suitcase of knives here, though, so... Uh... Honestly, I think right now it's the seltzers. It's the white yeah. claws. Yeah. That was the hot drink of the summer. And, in the bars, though, like in. Well, like the, they had to take stock. I mean, literally, beer national beer sales were going down. Yeah, um, it took a huge market set because here's the thing: is like so many people are on those like low, uh, no carb diets and you know that stuff. So it's like you feel like you're getting away with drinking something, and yeah. it's light, and it just became in the social like the whole like no it's... laws, drink white claws. Like yeah. I work at a wedding venue. And there were so many people that would come in and be pissed that we didn't have white claws this summer. We need to and they would be, they would be yeah. smuggling them in. Like the bridal parties would have them. Like, they'd be drinking well, them beforehand. But, but that is true. I mean, I mean, as as somebody uh, as a you know, great big fat person, I think that that's the thing is you think about it, and it's like I don't want to. You can't drink IPAs anymore because that's a Snickers bar in every can. Is this porter you brought over? That's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, enjoy that. That literally is. Eating a loaf of bread right now. Yeah. Chocolate post, peanut butter porter. Post pounds of chicken. Here's a peanut butter porter. Uh, but no, that's the deal. Is that like then you start even doing the math? Like if I have five of these, that's 500 calories, and I'm wasted. That seems. Yes, I. I the story's going nowhere. But I'm saying, <laughs> I like the half staring. Like everybody's quiet. Like we're just gonna wait this out. I had to fit in a very specific suit in a couple of months. For me, it feels great. I don't know what the kids are doing, but 
I like to get drunk and then not feel terrible about myself. Like, uh. Did uh? So after the Cutco knives, you never, you never had. Oh food? no! This is this is why this is my career in the industry is super embarrassing because I was a host at PF Chang's for three months. Okay. I don't even think you know the story, Chris. I know the PF Chang's oh, story. We talked about the PF Chang's story. And I was like twenty. Because I was working at the newspaper and not making any money because journalists don't make any money. Mm-hmm. And so I needed another job. And I would, God, I, would, I must have been 24. And the, all the other hostesses were 19. And I was like, I like was the target of these mean girls. It was like four yeah. mean girls. Oh, and I didn't know yeah. what I was doing, but I was like five years older than all of them. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, like what, what? You're like a, a woman. Yeah, yeah, like it was a grown-up, yeah, and I had no idea child. what I was doing, and I was terrible at it, and it was it was all of the I, I, it was enough of a taste that I can I can understand what you guys well, joke about. It's funny because it was, you man, talk about Amy talked about how clicky everything was, and how like a dude drove you home, right? Oh my god, and, yeah. Like, and then everybody said you guys slept together. And like, it, no, I just gave him a rock. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, that's that's how it goes. <laughs> that is that is the story. I, I mean, if I were you, I would have just slept with him because then you know that's, that's gonna happen. He's gonna say that. I I I, I mean, it was bizarre. Yeah. It was like that's, that's the world. High school. That is the, oh yeah, absolutely. I think it is because um, what happens is like those are people that did that after high school and then never go to college, so you just continue that culture. That um, makes sense. Yeah. And that's that's what I saw, and that's why it's really hard to get out. That's. I deal with that all the time because I feel like I feel like I'm uh like when I go to I work in an office I feel like I'm a dog trying to speak English. <laughs> I can because, feel like because, you're okay. a dog trying to speak because, English because it's just like that's the the, the culture you're used What's to. What's that, Chris? It's, 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 yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying. Like, look at him, look at him standing there trying to make hand gestures with his paws. Like he's trying to talk like regular people. But you come from you come from uh, the restaurant culture, and it's a whole different way of even speaking to each other like all of your emotions and, and correct me if i'm wrong but in that you know in the industry like in the restaurant industry all your emotions are on your sleeve yeah. and you're very much like living in the moment everybody's tense in a very yeah. short amount of time and we're all either wasted or coming off of a hangover everyone also is hooking up a lot so that's it's like, yes yes it's yes. like almost like predatorily where it's like who's Absolutely. the new girl it is uh, so incestual so like, yeah i excuse me uh, just, 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 uh, just because. That was the most appropriate time yeah, to do that. Totally, it's, I, I really wish you to save that, but just you know, for our listeners, I can't see it. Dyke just pooped all over the floor, um, and we're 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 now on no break, so it's, just, it just has to sit there. These deviled eggs, man. Yeah, eggs. yeah, no, we all know, we all smelled what just came out of your mouth. But I, I, I had something similar happen to me. I was terrified because I worked in this big hotel, and I would meet people from all the different departments because I was a smoker at the time. And there was a friend of mine who was in sales and we were both like in our twenties or whatever, but like, I would just see her out smoking. And I think we all went out to the bar one time, like people from the hotel were like, went out and I ended up sleeping on her couch and like, yeah, for whatever, rumors. for whatever yeah. reason and didn't think anything of it. And then she, she also was like first generation Irish. Like her older brother had an Irish accent. And I'm pretty sure he was like in the NRA. And wow. like, I heard all these stories about him being like this Irish mobster. And she came in and she was like very mad. She was like, did you tell everyone at work we slept together? And I was like, no, what the, what the, what, the, what are you yeah, talking about? I remember it that. It just happens. They just make it up. Yeah. that it's... I remember. And that's the thing is like, I don't know about this dude, but I remember stuff like that happening and I would never, ever, I mean, the restaurants I've always worked are very small and it's a very tight community. I never, ever would say 
would tell somebody that I slept with somebody that I really didn't. Yeah. Because usually it was the other way. I was yeah. lying about when I had done it. Yeah. You slept with that girl? Like, no, no, no. She's a 40 year old Tammy? No, I did not. Like, that's not what she said. 40 year old Tammy? She's got this picture. Like, that's, I did not. She looks like a shoe. Everybody calls her mom, man. You're not supposed to sleep with 40 year old Tammy. My thing is, I think the rumor happened. Like, I don't think it was, I don't even think he started it. Like, it was like somebody saw it happen. Yeah. Us leave, and then that's it. I think it's over. I got got accused of hooking up after a baby funeral one time. Oh my God damn it, Dyke! Not appropriate! Every time! Every time! Why would you say baby funeral? Hey. This is the baby in the freezer all over again! No. We've talked about this. Go ahead! I love Go it. ahead! I'm just horrified. God damn it. I left a funeral one time with a with a, a friend. What kind of funeral was it? It was a baby funeral. Just want to make sure. Funeral. Funeral! Then we get a, you're like my dad. He likes to introduce like like little snippets like, well, uh, you know, I was gonna bring over that uh, pot pie, but uh that uh, 30-year-old parrot that uh, has a cyber arm took it. Like, what? No, I know you're, you're, just, you're just trying to make, we're just trying to ask more questions. Like, he's just introducing that, so we ask about, like, all right, well, tell us about the baby funeral. No, like, it was sad. My friend said... Uh, I'm uh, sad. My friend said a kid who passed away. Uh, God damn it. And it was very sad, but the, the thing of it was, it was it was such, like, a it happened when we were in our early 20s, and it was such a traumatic thing for everyone like yeah, like that. Like it's afterwards, still- it was like, all right, we're gonna go to the. We're like, it's not an after party. It's like a wait. No, like, wait, what's yeah. it, what do we call it? No, it's not, it's not. The after funeral. God thing. damn it! Now we have to all be in baby funeral mode because oh. there's no way to like drop like jokes about a baby funeral. Oh, now, no. we're, now we're here. <laughs> now everyone listening to this podcast is essentially at a baby funeral. But I we had like we had to go and get something, pick something up, and we we're so yeah, we're just everyone's in that very somber mood and just like we're just yeah. reflective. Then we have to go pick something up before we meet our friends. And we walk into the friends and everyone's just like, <laughs> pointing and laughing at us. And we're like, what? And apparently someone had just said, you know what happens a lot of times after funerals? People go have sex because it's like the whole circle of life thing. Oh, so everyone had been talking about sense. half an hour about well, where's Nike and Nikki? Oh, okay, okay. And so then we show up and it was like the air, it was. It took the air out of the super depressing situation so as well. So like, listen, that whole, you know, dead baby thing is clearly sad, but. You know what? Hookups are funny. But Dyke is having sex with that lady. So that's, you know, the whole thing's sad, but let's make, you know, time has passed. Let's move on to something more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was 20 minutes ago. God damn it. Yeah, you got uh, this one under 30 minutes. Oh. <laughs> that was, God damn it. God damn it. It's every time. This is the time we're talking about. We have these podcasts. I'm so happy I can be part of it. It's literally, one. but this that's the podcast. It starts off, we're talking about, talking to you about your time in food industry. Everything's lighthearted. And your uh, little girl cutting pennies. He's out in strangers' cars, like selling music. Probably just a metaphor for cocaine. But then everything's fine. And then he's like, and then I had this baby funeral, like, wah, wah. Let's, sit, let's spend some time on that for a while. I think I, I think what I do the lead into the podcast is be like, <laughs> welcome to Heart of Brunch Podcast, the podcast where I trick people. Into yeah, that's every me. time. That's right, every time. <laughs> it's just an excuse for you to play out your like emotional, uh, <laughs> like your emotional skeletons that you're talking Like, you know, it's just really get... therapy. I'm like, where do you work? That's great. So anyway, anyway I'm, six, I'm still not over this uh, baby funeral I had to go to 30 years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry for your friends. Yeah, let's today. transition out of that. Let's let's talk about how we transition out of that. What's your next question for Amy after the baby funeral? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys can't see this, but Chris just cracked himself. <laughs> He's cry laughing right now. 
so no, I think I think you have a very similar thing to me, but like in reverse, where like there's just certain jobs that I've tried, like I've tried all kinds of weird odd jobs and they just didn't take. And I, I, I pictured myself in those jobs, like doing that thing for the rest of my life. And I was like, I will kill myself. Yeah. I will, yeah, yeah. I, there's no way I could do this. I worked a day in a uh, recycling plant and I just saw the next like 20 years of my life. If I yeah. stayed in that recycling plant, yeah. I was just like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. 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 Cause well, and then you, and then you start visualizing like what's, so so I get a promotion at this recycling plant, and then what's that promotion look yeah. like? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, almost yeah. the worst. Work my way up. You're to like me. you're the general manager of the recycling plant. Like that's that's at least elite. you're helping humanity, right? But <laughs> there was there's a certain <laughs> thing like I can't do manual labor. Like I don't I don't enjoy it. You know, yeah. it's just not for me. So I can imagine getting bullied by children. And then slut shamed <laughs> at oh, a PF Chains. That's what happened. I mean, it was so weird. And like, and I, I, did not I just could not. I couldn't. My and I probably could now, but I didn't understand sections. And I don't know if you guys have ever been, if you've ever been in that PF Chains downtown. Yeah, it is. So on the mall, heavy Jumping. turnover. Oh yeah, yeah, is, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's intense. Yeah. There's no. I think that for if you don't work in the industry, there is no levels of. Well, it wasn't real because it was a chain. Like chains are just as real like, yeah. as as and all of super it. Busy. It's not, yeah, it's super busy and all the same stuff. And and a lot of times harder because there's all the stupid stuff that you have to. There's no flex because the person managing you is not the person in charge of anything. So right, right. You don't do these very specific things. That's you're wrong. I will tell you, I can't walk through that mall without smelling the PF Chang's dishwater and whatever cinnamon roll place was a Cinnabon, that yeah. combination. That is some PTSD right now. <laughs> yeah, really it's triggering. Yeah. Uh, so you went from, like, uh, th- this was interesting. You were like, you worked for the Indie Star and you did some different things within the Indie Star. Yeah. But I ended up being a reporter for a number of years. And, like, I you're, like, very active on social media and you're, like, covering all these things. You're going on all these cool things events meeting all these cool people like what is that like now for you not doing that or or change it what is like doing it in a different capacity or not having to do it as much like what does that look like for you it's weird i mean because obviously i'm not covering anything now but like but the social media came with like it's it's just me so it came with me it's not like it disappeared sure so it's like i guess the news aspect of it like i didn't know yeah i mean that's gone but i still i like it's it's not i i talk to chris about this all the time it's not like like i still identify as a journalist like it's Mm -hmm. not a thing it's not a job like it's just a thing of who i am which is whatever i'm sure that's super no i still identify as a bike messenger and i uh (laughs) I, I, I shouldn't be on a bike he's, at all. He's the quarterback of... Uh, I was really, the quarterback yeah. in high school, That's right. guys. <laughs> so, over, over 10 years ago... Four touchdowns in a single game <laughs> both <laughs> high school. <laughs> no one remembers that game, man. Shut up. It's a lot like that. But it's I'm, I'm still interested in news, so I still find myself interacting with news a lot. Um, but it's like it's kind of like when you have your favorite book and your teacher signs it in school and then it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't have any assignments. So all of it is... Fun. Which not that it wasn't, it was awesome. Yeah. But. Did you go to journal school for journalism? Mm-hmm. So how did? Because I feel like you came in right at the time, the worst possible time, where yeah. the world changed as far as yeah. as far as reporting and stuff. And like I, I just had to know a, a little bit about it, but I, I remember going to the Star and like kind of getting a tour, like from you and from like Liz Biro, who's like the the food writer at the Indy Star, and and seeing like the new this is the way the news is done in yeah. the future. And like seeing things like B 
being able to digitally edit like an online story in the moment and track analytics and all this stuff. And then like, also the thing that like freaked me out the most, I think it was Liz that told me this, but I feel like it was similar for the regular news is that because of analytics, you can be like, Oh, this is what people respond to. So we just feed them more of that. And it was just like, I remember being like the top three things for food was like restaurant closes, restaurant opens, pizza, uh, burgers and tacos. And that was like the top five things that are people are <laughs> yeah. people want to read about when it comes to the food. So we're just going to give you more of that. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I know it's it's one of those like like we're living in idiocracy and we're feeding it things. It's like that's where your brain goes. Yeah, there. and I can I can feel your brain going there. And it's it is terrifying. But every journalist that I've ever met is responsible about it, right? So it's mm. it's that balance of like, okay, we know you want to read about tacos and burgers, and we're going to give you that, but it's also it's also that I'm going, I'm going to do what I can to write this really important thing and make it interesting to you. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it's a balance. Like I still have no, idea. I mean, my goal was always to help voter turnout, like just the apathy of voter turnout in this, in this state, in this co- County, it's just terrible. Right. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do. I can't well, make people care about. That's why Amy races. got Trump elected just because that way people, <laughs> Amy was responsible. I mean, I, it's going to come out in this podcast, but Amy was yeah, responsible, totally responsible for Trump for because that. that's the only thing that would get people like, maybe we should think about it. <laughs> I mean, it is a lot of clicks there, right? <laughs> it's a real long game. <laughs> you play the long game. I mean, there's a lot of things that maybe you couldn't expect, but, but people are just like, maybe I should go vote. That's good job. She did that. Yeah, yeah, it explains the red hat now. Now it puts that into context. Like, I do I, I do have jury duty, and Chris was like, you should show up in a MAGA hat and see if that'll get yeah, you out of jury I think, duty. I think that'll do it. I do you guys like been watching the new Curb? Like, Larry David is like trying to... I can't to, do it, ma'am. I can't do Curb. He's trying to push people away, and he just starts wearing a MAGA hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see the first episode, yeah, where he's like jumping around the MAGA hat, and everybody's like, oh, well, all right, man. I, I, I don't know. I, he's, he's trying to get me to watch Curb, but I grew up in that family. Oh, it's not funny. This is his parody to me. You know, the funny <laughs> thing about weird. Curve is that I remember watching the first couple episodes of the first season and like, and and just thinking, wow, this is really terrible. And then when I knew it was improv, because I thought like, well, oh, this is scripted and this is the worst thing I've ever seen. But just the oh, fact that yeah. everybody's playing off, I think you have, I, I can't imagine watching it not knowing that. And then you have to respect the fact that they're just coming up with that on the fly. It's like this show is hilarious. Yeah, that and like the league did that too. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure the league did yeah. that. Yeah, they just basically like, have a premise and like yeah. go to town. We're gonna get here from point A to point B. Yeah, like and that's it. Well, that's why they get the people that I mean, that's why they got for the league. That's why they got the people that they did get because they're all, all of them came from. Memory. They can all go on that. And then line. so it's just basically like here, this is it, and scene. And to me, that which is completely off of what we were talking about. To me, that is the progression of like SNL. Like SNL's been going on for how many years, and it's just. I don't know that it's funny anymore, but shows that are just leaning, that are kind of building off of that improv, like, hey, here's this, and this is what we're going to, this is where we start, this is where we end, go to town. That, to me, is just a much better model. Well, so often it's funnier. I mean, it's I think natural so. stuff. Is I think so, that you just make it like an actual thing, and then you're just, and then you can just make jokes over that. I think that's hilarious. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> just uh wow we did so i did really well yeah i didn't even let anybody else talk i was doing it for a while just uh just for people listening just buy time so that uh dyke could get us another round of beers and then uh just the reason that dyke hosts and i don't is then we just like well i don't know where to go now and then uh, just, uh 
That's it. That's find it, You find it very difficult to strike up conversation yeah. with this woman that That's you're right. going <laughs> to live with the rest of your life. Like, oh. I, I suddenly realized we were alone at the table. I was like, no! <laughs> me and Amy like, dear God, I hope, hope someone comes back pretty soon because otherwise it's just me and this lady talking so to each other. Awkward. God, it's like being at home. <laughs> Oh uh, man, I, yeah, that's exactly like like I don't know. Usually when it's quiet like this, I'll just turn on like the Xbox and start playing. I don't know what to do now because we have to continue a conversation. I saw a post yesterday where you guys were texting each other flirty emojis at the same table. Yeah, and I almost drove off the road. That First was of all, it yeah, wasn't we're disgusting. No, we weren't. Was... I was I was drunk and I was. What was I trying to wink at you about? Like. Because I was, I don't know what it was. We were both <laughs> drunk in the first time for a long time. And I was trying to wink and she refused to look at me. So then I sent that. And then we just started doing that. It was, I know it's disgusting. It's just really stupid. It was just really stupid. I No, it was it was, it was funny. I spent 20 minutes trying to take yeah. that screenshot. In silence. I do think it's weird. Do you, <laughs> right. ever, do you ever notice when couples will do this on Facebook where they'll like, just like kind of have like personal conversations on public Facebook, yeah. yeah, it's weird, and be like, "What are you? What are you? Why are you awful? We don't even hear any of this. Post a lot of stuff on your page, and he never, he's never on Facebook. But I like, I see something funny, and I'm like, I'm just gonna post it because I think other people would find it funny too. Yeah, but I don't like. We're not having like deep interpersonal. Yeah. You know what, though, it's hey, babe, yeah. you get the dishes. Like, it's intimidating oh. because Amy has a lot more followers than the five that I have, and everyone's <laughs> related to me. So I don't want to be like all these strangers and like say something. It's really intimidating to have that kind of audience like she'll say stuff i don't remember what the last one was oh i'm sure it was about cheer uh because we're old people yeah, and we're, we're really super obsessed with we're cheer. super obsessed with cheer guys you guys watching cheer I'm not. no no you, you wouldn't is it like glee no <laughs> no it's a it's a we don't, no. oh oh zach comes in jackie you watching cheer no oh man i bet jack it's pretty cheer. good so i don't think he knows what glee is either so <laughs> Like, you're saying single words. <laughs> oh, is that maybe that is what it is because you were saying like cheer is like glee? Is that what you were saying? Heck, I know that I you, thought you like said cheater. Cheer. cheer. Oh, cheer. So I was like, those don't sound. You're right, you're right. You're right. No, no, cheer is just it's a it's a uh, literally everybody listening to this right now, knows, d- except for Dyke. documentary style series about cheerleading. Oh, okay. And, and he didn't want to see it and start started it because yeah. I wanted to. And then, like, literally, I, w- I would say 10 minutes into the first episode, yeah. he's screaming at the TV and he's like, Why aren't you pointing your toes? <laughs> That's, that is real. I did say that. Like, I just kind of look at Like, oh, you didn't make the mat? Duh, man. You're supposed to point your toes. <laughs> the thing is, though, the thing about cheer for anybody who hasn't listened to it yet is I don't want to, I'm not giving anything away, but just the fact that it was only two. Basically, two schools competing I mean, for first place give it away, really it. takes a – but just Google it. Yeah. It really takes a lot of the steam out of the pressure of like, oh, am I going to win? Like, oh, are you going to beat that one school? <laughs> like, oh, you might come in second place from the one school? The pressure's off, guys. It's fine. Sorry. <laughs> it's going to drift off. It is a great show. Yeah, it's pretty good. We thought, wait, anyway, what were we talking about? What if, I don't, I don't oh, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, Facebook on Cheer. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, so she'll put stuff about that, and then all these people come in, people that I've never met before, people that there's a really good chance that Amy's never met before, and they'll start chiming in, and then I'm the guy that doesn't do anything on Facebook, like, thanks for posting. Like, what am I, I don't know what to (laughs) say in that situation. I am very careful, I try to be very careful about what I post on Facebook. I've had, I've stepped in the landmine before. It's Um, impossible not to, right? Yeah, I don't. But uh, Facebook, I really don't even try to engage with, but like, um, 
Instagram's pretty safe. Twitter, as long as like Twitter, I just make dumb jokes or it's promotional stuff. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. Has anyone ever won a Facebook argument? Like, oh man, I win them all the time. Yeah. That is yeah. My favorite yeah. Game. I think that's that she does better than anybody. Well, like, I, I feel like by win, like, what's your definition of win? Is it's like, is, is uh, it like you convert them to your way of thinking? I think no, that's the best part not, is you decide what winning is. It's, it's not, it's not a, it's, it's not a, um, it's not a convincing one way or another because I'm still in that journalist mode where it's like, my winning is you just need to stop being a jerk online. So like yeah. my favorite thing is to like shame someone who's being terrible yeah. into being kind, but like not me. I don't know what my favorite moment on Facebook was. I don't know. Some guy oh, called wow. me the, the C word on Facebook. Oh, do you wow. remember this? I don't know. What you, what you do. And then oh, right. Chris White knighted and jumped in and tried to like defend me on Facebook. Was that the guy? Time. What happened? Is that I the think guy? It was the lawnmower guy. Oh man, that was a good one. Yeah. He took that comment down because he said he said that about Amy. Because I mean, Amy's just out there. It's a very odd situation when someone you're, you know, living with is is just out there and doing things, and people get angry about you, it. You made her from, sound like the HIV virus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suffering. I've been living is, with Amy for three years. <laughs> And I can still do all the same things that people do, even though I have Amy. I can still, I still get to go out. I still go to work every day. It's Amy time. Does it's time to Amy drop the stigma about Amy. About living with Amy. A handful of pills. I've been day. living with it every day, and I'm the same person I was before. One but, day I yeah, hope but, to have Magic Johnson money, and, have and then we not to live with Amy. I need that Magic Johnson money because. That's- <laughs> Uh, my goal is, is just to make Zach laugh every time, and then you shut him down too. So I didn't know the Magic Johnson joke was it for a bunch of nerds who do not watch sports. She came in with the dark horse of jokes talking about Magic Johnson, her own South Park joke. That's what did it. Um, anyway, yeah, he. Uh, I don't remember what your thing was about, but it was a, a grown ass dude who said who called her that because he didn't agree with an article she posted, and then I went to his Facebook page. And he was just a, he was a grown man who cut grass for a living, but his job title was landscape artist or something like that. All I said was, uh, saying that is like, is like a 40 year old man cutting grass for a living and calling himself a landscape artist. <laughs> he took down his post. <laughs> I was so excited. And he was excited. I was, he took it down because, and I, and I put, I think I put, oh, I put his actual profile picture yeah. on my response. And Amy's like, we don't make fun of people's looks. Well, <laughs> that's do. the point is that you like, <laughs> Go right for it. it's like a game where, where you can make somebody aware of how terrible they are on the internet without taking that personal attack. I that's going that's what those people are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's like, I feel like that's winning. And I, but I'm never, I'm never the person, like my position is always uh, be nice like that. So it's never me because I am in that journalist role still, which is weird, but I'm, it's never like pro anti Trump or pro anti whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's just, Maybe, maybe let's stop being jerks for each other here. Yeah, I, I like that idea. I think it's a lofty goal, but I think it's like, <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. I saw one time you were like, "Yeah, I'm trying to make the internet a nicer place to live," and I was like, "Oh, good luck." Yeah. 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 I've jumped in a couple times, and every time I feel like, and I think that's the difference is you get winning is your what what you define as winning, and so I'll say stuff to people that are just dicks to Amy, and I'll just troll them. Which again, Amy had to tell me what that was, but just, uh, <laughs> but just go after and like just I like to be relentless. I like posting things. I have my so the last one, the last guy that did that like on Twitter. I just kept making comments over and over, and every time he would say something like "I'm with you, man" or something like that, which always stupid. And then he. Um, what do you call it when they block me, block me, block me. I was going to say, but block me. And like, that's a win. That's a win. 
but I guess I think people think that my uh, LinkedIn profile or my Facebook profile, like, oh, this must be like a bot for, or this must be like their troll profile because I have no followers. Like, no, I just, I just have mad. Just yeah. Bad social media. <laughs> it's literally don't do anything social media related. Like, oh, this is a fake one just to follow me. Like, no, that's real. That's what I have. I posted a joke, and this is part of the reason why I just don't engage with Facebook because, like, also, I'm very well aware that, like, my entire family's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little yeah, bit yeah. more, less likely to post jokes and stuff. But uh, I saw a picture of the of Robert Downey Jr., like, in the new Dr. Doolittle. It was just like, that. yeah, yeah, it was just like a picture of him with all the animals. And I said, yeah, right, we all know Dr. Doolittle's black. And like that was like that was the entire joke. Like that was yeah. a pretty good joke. And it's like I felt like that's like dad joke level. Yeah. Joke. Like that's a very safe like wow. Like I I would be if I was seeing it through in my head, I would be hard pressed to be like, who's gonna get offended? Did you get flack for that? Like offensive. Like that's the thing is like anybody can and, well, and anybody can read tone into. Yeah. What you're put, that you're, you didn't put in there. Right? I was, it was, of course, it was a friend from high school that I'd never wow, talked of to. Course, of course. Who I forgot I was friend. And then he just starts, like, mansplaining to me Why? about the history of Dr. Doolittle and how Dr. Doolittle was originally... A fictional character. This white British guy that he grew up with and the beloved. And I was just like... And, I, and he, he typed out paragraphs. Why? On my thing Why? about it. It's just so and, bizarre that people get that invested. And I was just like... Hey man, I th- I think you mistook this joke for an opinion. <laughs> but I was like, like he's telling me the history of this guy's name, like Rex Harrington or something. Who cares? And I was just like, I'm, I'm wow. I was like, was well, it off the? Is it the Disney movie where the two had love? Because that I think that's the. I don't know anything farther back than the Disney Doctor Doolittle, where it is a British guy. But there's definitely I've seen it. But there's never a time like, listen, you're fucking my history. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like that's who cares? Uh, but I, I was just like, uh, you know, I was like, I think you're mistaking this joke for, <laughs> for a, an opinion of some sort. I was like, I'm glad there's still Rex Harrington stands out there. <laughs> you see, that's, that's kind of the thing. You have a nice day. You're, you're doing what I like. I hope that. But I, I hated that. I hated that interaction. Oh, man, yeah. I, because you sucked. You sucked the like any emotional energy that he put in that. You sucked it out of that. And so it's not for him. Yeah. It's for me or anybody else reading that, like that page. Yeah. I think that's, I, I, I think you won. That's to, my definition. To me, winning. that interaction, that's my P.F. Chang's. Like that was me <laughs> being right, bullied. That's I was that's just fair. like, I don't enjoy this. Uh, like, like Everybody's talking about me in a bad way. And I slept with the bartender. <laughs> well, I think, I think about this. It wasn't even a bartender. Uh, oh, boy. oh my god what's up with a dude on the dining side that is disgusting oh man I didn't mean to call all the way back to that story but that is not something I knew wedding is off that's so gross I, 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 it feels like a heckler to me like a, like to make yeah. a, like a comedy analogy it's like oh if I was like on stage and I made a joke and then somebody was like well actually Rex Harrington was the first like what are we doing here sir it is the same thing though and you're, it is. your so job stupid. is to like make I mean, we, we had we had a friend who was dating a guy who was kind of a bully, and Chris handled it by not giving it any energy. So it's the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like it's like a like a what, what are we doing here, man? This is this isn't we're not in high school. You don't need to bully me, kind of thing. So it's I I feel like it is. It's just digital, and I, and that's that's my thing too. Is I hate it when people have this digital persona and then they're in real like there's something totally different in real life yeah. it's like, no it's all real like, yeah if, all... if you're a dick online you're a dick i remember in real life. like i remember a million years ago being in chicago and being on 
forums and people were just dicks. And I remember seeing them out and I thought, well, okay, cool, man, because I'm actually a dick in real life. So it'd be cool to actually have a confrontational like interaction because you're an absolute douchebag on the internet and there's no reason for it. One, because I don't get the internet. I don't get, I didn't get it at all at the time. So like just going up and like, Hey man, what, what's going on? And like, Oh yeah, that's just, that's the internet. That's not real life. Like I don't remember that. That is a bizarre take. We're still, I think we're still working through that as a culture. Yeah. Like, uh, it's still new enough, right? Let's all be cool in real life and fake life. Irvington, Irvington, Indianapolis, the east side of Indianapolis is like, I always say it's like a small town of Mayberry inside of Indianapolis. But it's like everyone kind of knows everyone's business. Like it's, it's, it really is this weird little community. But if you, and it's great, I think it's wonderful. I think people are great. But if you judge us by the, Irvington Neighbors page. That's my favorite page oh. on the internet. It is just, it is just a garbage. <laughs> I, I was it's so, so funny. I don't even know what you're going. talking about. I do not even know what you're talking so about. Good. I wish. I almost. <laughs> my favorite I, page on the internet. It's so good. I, that's where I was hoping this was going. I almost, wow. <laughs> I almost wish somebody's like job was just to archive the drama that's happened so on this. Stupid. Like literally, this this happened, and I wish I was making this up. This is great. The people, certain people that lived on the south of Washington, like Washington Street kind of divides Irvington in half, kind of, a little bit, probably a little bit off. But let's just say for for the sake of this argument, it divides Irvington in half. Some of the people, I'm not making this up. This is going to sound like a joke or a premise. I'm just not a bit. Some of the people that live south of, of Washington Street felt like the people in the north thought that they were better than them, that their houses were better. Thought that they were south. Some people on the south of Washington left the Facebook group and started their own Facebook <laughs> That's group. That's amazing. They succeeded <laughs> from the Facebook group. So stupid. It was an Irvington Civil War. <laughs> but there's also this amazing clash between like like the not even hipsters, but like the the gener- like the Gen X hipster yeah. group. So like those are the people that made Irvington cool, right? And mm-hmm. then you've got these like OG like like old, old 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 people in in Irvington yeah. who don't know how to use the internet, right? The, the boomers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then there's this awesome clash of again two different values on what this group right. is, and it is amazing. But isn't that I love that a microcosm group. of just like the U.S. is like it's people that whose grandparents' grandparents kind of came here and now like people are doing the same thing. It's just across the board and like, no, 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 man, we've been here for a while. Like, you haven't? No, you haven't. It's the same situation, right? Well, I think I think what drives me crazy and what circles back to this whole argument is the fact that like I would see these people, I know them in real life, and I would see them at the local bar. Yeah. I'd see them in black yeah. and I'd see them in Jocko. That's the deal. Everyone's fine. fine. Everyone gets along in real life fine, yeah. but then they go home and they get behind the keyboards and it was just a maniac. That's, and it and yeah. it, and it, and it's and it's like even if you're right, quote unquote right on an issue, it's like yeah. how much how much effort do you want to put this into your day? Yeah. Like I how much how much of this It's the how. It's the how you say. It. Like you might be right about anything, but if you're totally animated on in text, it just changes the I don't know. It's I I'm I'm fascinated to see what like like the TikTok level of kids where they are when they're grown-ups. <laughs> we will look like monsters to oh them. <laughs> I I I am for sure that we all we all we all no matter what are going to get stuck in our ways at some point. And I'm, I'm sure that one day in the future 
like someone's gonna bring their like robot boyfriend over and i'm gonna be like wow back in my day i love love the progression of this podcast every single time it's like what'd you make i made some chicken wings all the way to and then someone brings their robot boyfriend over back in my day we called them toasters (laughs) oh we're not allowed to say that anymore (laughs) shut up grandpa like Did you just make a Battlestar Galactic? <laughs> oh my god, you did! I honestly didn't catch it. I forgot about that. I forgot they called them toasters. Honestly, because I was thinking, like, I feel like I was relating in my head. I was like, uh, we're going to have, like, a kid, and they're going to bring over, like, our talking trash can. Like, that guy's a trash can. Like, he doesn't relate to that anymore. He's a person. Like, no, no, seriously. That was literally our trash can. We talked to it, and we said, open up trash can, and an open can, and now it's a person. And, yeah, we're going to be the racist. I don't even know where that just came from. I don't know. I was just thinking suddenly, about it. Suddenly our, our future son-in-law is a trash can. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what we were doing. But I forgot that it was a toaster reference because that's what they were calling Guys, I'm sorry I dropped a hard R toaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like me. Um, that was a great joke. It was almost, almost I honestly didn't. I, I cannot believe I didn't get it. I can't believe Amy picked it up. The table of nerds and, and the, the guest is like, oh, yeah, that was our glad. So guys, I, I I want to put this out here. We're, we're wrapping up. Um, I do want to put this out there. We are going to be doing a live brunch podcast. If you're in the Indianapolis area, we will be sending out more information as the next couple of weeks. But if you guys uh, want to come, you want to come see this magic happen <laughs> in real life. We're going to be doing an event, I believe. Uh, I'm not even going to release the location yet. This is, oh, wow. this is the teaser. Wow. This is the teaser to the brunch podcast. We don't have a date, right? It's we don't have anything, wow. but I was going to tell them. I was going to see. a location, right? It was a teaser. Yeah, we have a location. Not, we don't want to talk about And a date. I guess. I it's, it's, it's all. We have a date? I don't sure. know the date. Did, I don't sure. need that. Chris doesn't even know the date yet. No, I don't. I'm going <laughs> to get to that Amy and make sure we're not doing something. I don't know. You, you need two people to turn two keys simultaneously. It is. To find wow. out what the date is. That's how secret it is wow. right there. It's a card and a card and a card. Amy Barner, thank you very much for being on the thank podcast. You guys for having me. This was great. I hope you enjoyed the food. It was um, ridiculous. I hope you enjoyed being the funniest person on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have anything? I, I don't think that us helping you plug is going to help you at all, but no. you're more than welcome to plug anything if you'd like to. No, I don't think so. <laughs> we just posted some new stuff on my my uh, action figure Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's that's, uh, that's what we work on what together. Is it, what is We're it? discussing. <laughs> uh, my, uh, it's Dr. Galactus. On Instagram at Doctor Galactus. I don't know what it's it is. Doctor spelled out underscore Galactus. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we just posted a new. Uh, I got some uh, uh, Ron English uh, biggies that were, which no one, you're not going to know what that means. Nope. I mean, I wish I hadn't. Brought I don't it either. Up. I wish I hadn't brought it up. Honestly. Listen, behind every good man, there's a, there's a woman. Yeah, no one gets Man- managing an Instagram managing account. Managing account. Managing <laughs> I miss the woman managing an Instagram account. That's for a grown ass man. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my place. Uh, Zach, our quiet producer. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to plug, sir? No, we didn't talk about the ranch fountain at all. Oh, oh my God! God! <laughs> I think. That's more important. No, that's exactly right. You lug that hot ranch maker over here. <laughs> We didn't even talk about the fact that a bunch of grown men, 80% of which are in the food industry, talked about we're so excited about putting ranch in our fountain, didn't think like it would make the ranch hot. Turns out that's the job of the fountain is to keep it hot. Can we stop right now and then just record the extra, like an epilogue of the ranch fountain? What, what I wish we, wish we, we should do is we should. We're still recording. We're still, I mean, we're still. Yeah, you can talk about it right what now. We can, what we can do is we can do like an Instagram story and then we'll have the ranch fountain and then we'll have us talking about it. We are talking about it.
Okay, we got it. We didn't. I mean, true. this is all not stuff we need to put on a podcast. We don't need to tell people the magic behind the curtain for this. But anyway, keep going. I'm almost out of toilet paper. I don't know if you guys are uh, <laughs> on that, but I'm starting a list. I'm going to be putting some grocery items on it. And uh, follow me uh, at Doug Michaels on all social media or at Red Flag Comedy. We have a big show coming up February 19th. We'll be dropping some more details on that again. I like to just tease these things at the end of a podcast. Because that's where you bury everything that's important. <laughs> the part that apparently no one listens to. You should go to these things that really mean a lot to me. You should probably add that to your list of uh, your New Year's <laughs> resolutions that you sent me accidentally. <laughs> that was my favorite. True. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, pardon, pardon the comedy New Year's resolutions. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. <laughs>